Building influence is a learned skill. It's an investment that you can make in yourself. Having more influence can hold the keys to helping you achieve your dreams and to having the life and the impact that you hope to have. I'm your host, Laura Cox Kaplan. I'm delighted that you're here and that you're making this important investment of time in yourself. Hey friend, happy January and happy 2024. I am so excited to be back with you again, and I hope that your new year is off to a great start and that you've got some great goals that you have identified to help you have an even bigger impact this year. I am restarting the pod post the holidays just a little later than usual because quite frankly, I have been overwhelmed by a personal project. We are getting ready to move finally after a big two-year renovation of both home and office. So needless to say, it has been a lot. She Said She Said podcast and She Said She Said media, in addition to the Kaplan family, will have a new home. And I am really excited about that, but it has been pretty disruptive, especially for me because so much of the move and the planning is actually in my wheelhouse. And if I'm honest, because much of the stuff is actually mine, (laughs) despite the fact that we are a family of four or five, if you include the dog, I am the keeper of probably 70 or 80% of our stuff (laughs) and 70 or 80% of that 80% is actually mine. Anyway, um, all of this has had me thinking much bigger about some overarching goals that I have for myself and the impact that I would like to have this year. And frankly, how I want to work more collaboratively with you on some of those areas. And I am really excited to get started. One of the ways that I try to level set the year, and that's what I want to talk to you about on this podcast is by coming up with a word or words or maybe a phrase that helps me crystallize a particularly important priority for myself and maybe an important priority for the podcast and for my business. So this year, as I started thinking about uh, this concept of the word of the year, and I actually started this process back in November, as I typically do. And at the time, I was very focused on connection and collaboration. Those were some of the initial strong contenders for word of the year, and they have absolutely made the list this year. But the word that surprised me that really jumped out as being the top contender became much more evident uh, over the last several weeks and even the last couple of months. It was lighter as in lighten the load. Now, there's a number of meanings, at least for me, for this word this year. There's, of course, the cliched New Year's resolution to get lighter, as in to lose those sticky, annoying extra pounds. Check, check. I'm on board there. There's the getting rid of things that I don't need in my closet and in my pantry. And that, of course, is especially pertinent as I think about move. And then there's the trying to show up as a more positive light in the world. I was particularly impacted this past year, as you may have been as well, by what happened in Israel. And it is still impossible for me to get my head around such horrific 
brutal violence, and then the anti-Semitic hate that spewed out around the world. This podcast is not on that topic, other than to say the ability to create the kind of change that we want to see in the world often starts small. And small, often very personal actions or maybe reactions can make a big difference. So for me, in connection with this word light, I also saw a double meaning, how I might challenge myself to be and to show up more positively and to work harder to create even more light. I think it can also mean having a lighter heart. And in our day-to-day interactions and just day-to-day life, not taking the little mishaps or setbacks as seriously, reminding myself and maybe reminding you to recalibrate those mishaps or setbacks with a growth mindset and to remember to use so many of the tools that we often talk about together here on this podcast. I do try to live that way, in part because it does not come easily. (laughs) So if I make it a priority, I'm much more likely to see the kind of result that I ultimately believe in and hope for the world and hope for myself. So lighter is how I'm trying to face the year this year, but with a focus on how to create more connection and more collaborations that will bring even better and more impactful content and opportunities where you and I can connect more directly. So friend, I turn to you. What what word or words or maybe concept is driving you this year? Is it a carryover that you have from last year, or is it something that's new that's helping you create maybe new opportunities for yourself and others? I would love to hear what you're thinking about and how you're thinking about your own goals. Now, another element of how I'm kicking off the year this year comes in the form of a recommendation that I want to share with you. If you are a regular listener of this podcast, you already know that I'm a big fan of reflective exercises, creating vision boards and journaling and thinking about words as we've just um, described, Um, things that help me prioritize what's most important and to also help me stay centered. And I am constantly looking for great resources that try maybe a little different tact related to goal setting. Because let's face it, we are not the same. We don't have the same goals necessarily. And we certainly don't set about to achieve goals in the same way, or nor should we. But there are clearly some best practices that can make a big difference. So in the show notes, I've included a few past episodes that give us some great food for thought on this topic. But for today, I have an additional one. And I'm sharing this because I personally am finding this really valuable this year. I think you'll think so. I think you'll find this valuable too, especially if you've ever found yourself at the beginning of the year, staring at a blank sheet of paper and just having trouble really fine-tuning your goals and your purpose, or if you're feeling a bit lost in your job and career, maybe you don't know what that next step is or whether you should pivot. You know, Again, one of the topics we talk about a lot on this podcast, I ran across a really terrific book 
which also has an accompanying workbook. Don't you love it when an author also creates an additional piece that can really help you bring their work to life? I love this. The book is called Live Your Gift. It's by Dana V. Adams, but it's based on older work by Bill Cohen. And his book, which he wrote back in 1998, was called Life Mapping. Let me explain quickly this concept. At its core, you identify and dig into your core values and beliefs, going as far as to write down what you believe about the universe, why it was created, and why you're here. And then from there, you build out the specific beliefs and principles and ultimately goals from that. The point here is that this process is more likely to help you achieve better alignment between your core values and your beliefs and where you spend your time and then aligning it with what's most truly important to you at your core. It puts a premium on investing in yourself by doing the work of actually writing these things down for yourself. Now, while I'm still working through uh, the book and the workbook, here is what I especially love about this approach and what I have found particularly valuable. It forces you to take a step back and to really find the bigger picture, and I mean really big picture, um, that exists in some of the smaller aspects of our daily lives. It is so easy to get all caught up in the right this minute and the endless to-do list and all the things that you need to do to run your business and your family and your life. But when we lose sight of the bigger picture, those that overarching meaning of why we're here, and we lose sight of it for long, that is when we tend to get knocked off course and maybe even lose our way. It can be incredibly important and really valuable to engage in an exercise like this one, life mapping, to remind yourself of who you are at your core and the tremendous gifts that you have to share with the world. Now, further to that, you may also share my very deep concern about the state of the world right now. However you line yourself politically, my guess is you probably are less than satisfied with the state of the world. Trust in organizations and in institutions and government and otherwise is at an all-time low. There is a lot to be concerned about and frankly, plenty of opportunities to engage. And the easiest and fastest way almost always starts closer to home. And it's something that I constantly try to remind myself of. And it's one of the areas that I have been articulating for myself as part of my own life mapping process. And yes, I'm also referring to things like how I behave in traffic and with people who I think are wasting my time and with clutter, especially my own. All the things, right? None of us is perfect. Certainly not me. So I'd be curious if you decide to check out this life mapping approach. I have shared links to the books, to Dana's book, to Bill Cohen's book, and to the workbook in the show notes for this episode. It's episode 277, our first episode of 2024. 
And if you try this life mapping, or if frankly, if you've already tried it, I would love to hear what you thought and why it did or did not work well for you. Or maybe if you tweaked the process to work well for you. I oftentimes find that I'll try these various goal setting strategies and then I'll tweak them so that they work better for me. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Friend, I also have some really exciting content lined up already for you this year. And I'll be, while I will be (laughs) surrounded by boxes, I already am actually, um, we'll see what that does both to my sound quality, not to mention my mental state. But so far, so good, even though we are getting a little later start this year than I had planned. But back to where we started this conversation, another part of my word of the year, lighter, also means allowing myself to lighten my overall workload when I need to, because ultimately doing that means that I can give you something that hopefully is more valuable for both of us. And I think that's a really good thing. I have also been uh, very intrigued by the Enneagram as it relates to goal setting uh, for some time. And I know many folks listening, maybe you have been using the Enneagram and swear by it. So we are going to dig into what it is and how it can help us with goal setting later this month with Beth McCord. She is one of the best known experts on the topic. So if you have questions for Beth, who happens to be an Enneagram 9 for those who are big followers, by the way. And uh, if you have uh, suggestions on topics that you want to make sure that we cover, be sure to let me know and I'll try to work those in. You can share your questions with me on Instagram or LinkedIn. You can just send me a direct message. You'll find me at Laura Cox Kaplan, or you can send me an email at info at she said.media. Also, friend, we are gearing up for our third collaboration series with the Southern Sea. I have loved my collaborations with this organization. Now, if the Southern Sea is new to you, it is a women's entrepreneurship network that actually brings some of the most creative and talented visionary and collaborative folks together to talk about building businesses and brands and creating effective collaborations and some of the best ways to manage and spark creativity, among many other topics. It is fantastic. And the guests that I have been honored to speak with are some of the biggest names in fashion and design and food and decor. Folks like Leela Rose and Lili Sadugi and Matt Mignon Gavigan and my wonderful pal Morgan Hutchinson and many, many others. I think we may also be sharing a live conversation as part of this series this year. So be sure to stay tuned for that because it will be terrific. And I'm really excited. For now, friend though, happy new year again. Thanks for listening. I am grateful for this time together. And I hope that you found this episode, episode 277, a great investment in you. I'll talk to you again next week. In the meantime, you take care. And remember, She Said, She Said podcast is a weekly production of She Said, She Said Media.